Blog Talk Radio. Have you ever dreamed of one day becoming a speaker and sharing your knowledge and life experiences with others, but just didn't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On Love That Speaker, you will hear from speakers in various stages of their journey to the front of the room. They will share some of their ups and downs, as well as tips and tricks to creating a talk and getting booked. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host today, Dr. Vicki High and Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to Love That Speaker radio show. I am your host today, uh, Linda Ballesteros, and Vicki, Dr. Vicki High is on the other side of the table today, and she is going to be my guest. So uh, today she is not only, she's going to talk about not only being a co-host on Love That Speaker radio show, but she is also the CEO of CE2O Inc. And as the founder of CE2O Inc., um, Vicki has integrated business consulting, instructional design, development, and delivery expertise with personal development programs that she's created. She's also an international best selling author, life coach, counselor, speaker, founder of Heart to Heart Healing connections, and she's also a former mayor. Dr. Vicki High is a pioneer in spiritual healing and counseling. Help me to welcome Dr. Vicki High. Hey, Vicki. Good morning, Linda. How are you today? I'm good, and I love the fact that you're on the other side of the table here. <laughs> I'll try to be a good guest. Who knows Uh-oh. about me? You never can no. tell. We we have no idea what's going to come come forth today, Vicky. So I'm always excited when we have a conversation together. So a lot of people don't know uh, some of the great things and the programs that you've put together. Tell me a little bit about what led you on this particular journey, because you haven't always been the counselor, the life coach, and 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 um, you know a mayor and spiritual healer you haven't always done that you had a life before that didn't you Vicki yes I did when I was really young I think we briefly talked about it in some of the other um, shows that we've been together with but I was a domestic violence survivor and I thought you know if I ever get out of this I'm going to live out loud so I was um, I started my career in a time where there was a lot of opportunity and it didn't have the internet, so there wasn't anybody I could just say, hey, Google, you know, tell me about this. I was the one who was going out and learning things and then telling people about this. So it was a very exciting time. There were a lot of situations that I'd find myself in where companies would create applications and then I would go into these companies and write training programs for them. And it's been a really great career for me, that part of my life. I had a trainee company at an early age, and then I I expanded it to consulting. I traveled throughout the United States 
to different corporations, some of them in the top Fortune 10, some in the top Fortune 100, and then even to the Fortune 1000. So um, some of my exciting uh, appointments and, you know, consulting jobs dealt with one of the major communication providers, I would go in and prevent, provide training programs for their salespeople. And so I had to know a lot about it, and then they realized that I had a lot of business experience, and so I was touched to um, craft a business and financial acumen curriculum for them as well as, um, you know, teaching people how to interact in business. And so that was a really good foundational format for me. I've taught leadership classes, created leadership classes, and then I had another life change. I think most of us have had one of those moments in our lives where we come to a a fork in the road and you go, I can continue in this direction or I can continue in this direction and whichever path I take is going to determine happiness, wealth, um, faction in my career, a whole lot of things. So, Vicki, uh, what happened, what I have seen happen and that I've experienced myself is when I do come to that fork in the road, so to speak, um, you know, which direction do I want to go? Uh, it, those, those decisions don't come overnight for me. Sometimes it takes some, <laughs> some reflecting um, I don't always know which direction to go. Tell me a little bit about your decision process and, and how you decided to make that right turn instead of going down the same pathway. Well, about, I don't know, it's probably been about 20 years ago now. I had a second divorce. I never thought I'd have the first one, but I had what I call a surprise divorce. And so life as I knew it changed completely. I created another uh, training and consulting company, and then I started going out because that's what I was doing. I was um, providing uh, speaking speaker topics to the training, you know, conferences throughout the United States. And so then I, after that um, life event, Then I had a friend I worked with, and uh, she said, come on, we're going to a Reiki treatment. And so I did, reluctantly, because that was so foreign to me. And then I decided that this woman really was spectacular. So I signed up to become, um, you know, to learn more about Reiki. And in doing so, I also learned more about this program called Reconnective Healing. And I had the um, speaker, the founder of Reconnective Healing, try to recruit me. But this was about the time of, um, you know, 9-11 in 2001. And at the same time, I was the mayor of my community. And so I struggled with that because all of a sudden I realized I needed to do what I came to do, and that was a spiritual insight that I was gifted with in a totally different way, but I knew that it was time for me to do that. So that was kind of my proverbial fork in the road. Do I continue doing what I'm doing, or do I go on this other journey, this healing journey? 
And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, that's woo-woo and I want to do everything but that. But what I did was I tracked it. I wanted to prove to myself it had merit, that it was effective, and that it was scientifically based, evidence-based. And so from that point forward, I started tracking results. And as I did that, I would talk to other practitioners that were being schooled in these modalities, and I would ask them, are you having this, this, and this happen? And they would look at me very strangely and say, no. And I thought, okay. So I was still kind of like out in the desert wilderness all by myself. But I kept writing it down because I thought, you know, nobody's going to believe this, but I'll have facts to back it up and people that I've worked on and trends. And what I was doing was data metrics way ahead of the current analysis trend to identify metrics and trends. And so for the last 20 years, that's what I've done. I've added a scientific measurement to all of the woo-woo that I've done to provide some evidence-based uh, information and data to, you know, to review. So, Vicki, you know, we're, we're in some very interesting times right now. Um, you know, it, for those of you who are listening to the recording, I'm not sure when, when you're listening, but this is March of 2020. And um, we have, we're faced with this pandemic. And have you seen an opportunity to apply some of the modalities that you're talking about to um, us just getting through this crisis? Because it's something none of us have ever seen before. Yes, and thanks for asking that, Linda, because the heart-to-heart that came out of that adventure for me was unique. It operates at a high frequency, and you know, we don't talk a lot about frequency, we talk around it, but just a simple explanation would be, um, when you go to the hospital for an MRI or a sonogram, what they're doing is using frequency waves in the technology behind an MRI and a sonogram, okay? So what Heart to Heart does is use those same frequency waves. So if people are able to accept um, the energy frequency waves for those hospital devices, they ought to be more open to the frequency waves that we have as human beings because that's what they're reading in the MRI. And so the heart-to-heart healing is where you come and you learn how to be a practitioner and then you become uh, someone who, if someone's having a physical emotional, mental, or spiritual issue in their life, they can come to Heart to Heart Healing Practitioner and get a session or a series of sessions that help them uh, clear those obstacles to whatever the issue is for them. Now, what I realized over time was that I could take a subset of the Heart to Heart, particularly for people who want to, say, use this tool for themselves, but they don't want to be a practitioner for other people great and wonderful. I have two programs. One is called Recovering Humanity, and one is called Calming Kids. And both of them take a subset of this, and one applies it to school, schools and teachers and students, and the other rep- applies it to people like we're seeing today, 
people who have the coronavirus, people who are afraid of the coronavirus, people who are concerned about their loved ones with the coronavirus. And by raising the frequency, we affect and remove the fear. We can, you know, help people cope, but also provide them skills that they can use. Often, sometimes, um, this energy is is compared to a prayer, and I call it a prayer with action. So you can pray for your loved ones, or you could pray for them and apply heart-to-heart healing or unconditional love, whatever you want to call it. And so it gives you a tool that works on you to calm you down at the same time you're working on these groups of people. You can work on um, the medical teams, the first responders. You can work on the people who are losing their jobs. This would be a way for you to turn your fear into help for other people. So I I love that Vicky because you're talking about whether you want to call it a prayer, what do you whether you want to call it a meditation, whatever it is, you can um you can focus on specific groups that need help. And uh, I've I've always felt in, instead of worrying about someone because you know worry is a prayer for something that you don't want. So if you're listening out there and you have maybe loved ones like Vicky was was describing. Maybe they have contacted the uh, coronavirus, or maybe they are part of the first responders. Maybe they are healthcare provider. Instead of worrying about them and their safety and their health, do something more positive, and that's that's delivered to them at a higher vibration. Because Vicky, if I worry about them, I'm sending them a, a prayer, but it has a lower vibration to it, right? Exactly. Um, part of the law of attraction teaches us that there is a universal law. It's called the law of rhythm, and if we're in a worried state and we are sending that energy out what's going to come back to us is more things to worry about. Mm. With this work, it operates at the frequency of unconditional love. And so that is a much higher frequency, and it it makes it um, so that more love is coming back to you, but also diseases and things like that cannot operate in those higher frequencies. You know, we consider hot and cold this particular um, virus does not exist in high temperatures well temperatures are another kind of frequency so if you think of it in terms of frequency higher frequencies keep those those um, viruses from even being able to do what they do Mm. Mm. that i mean that just creates a picture in my head of, um, you know, just making sure that you're covered with a, a shield of heat that would prevent that virus from entering. How, can you tell me a little bit more about the heart-to-heart modality? I know that's something that you've created, and um, it is certainly a very powerful modality. 
Can you tell me a little bit more about it and how different it is from, say, uh, Reiki, which more people are familiar with? Well, I'm a Reiki master teacher, so I am very familiar with Reiki. Reiki operates in the density and duality of the planet Earth, okay? So there is a right and a wrong and a good and a bad and a white and a black version of Reiki because that's it's got good and bad in that duality. Um, heart to heart is a galactic frequency, meaning that it's outside of time and space. So let me give you an example. I can be on a radio station and visually through Zoom see those people in another area, whether it's Atlanta, Georgia, or uh, Sydney, Australia. And I can activate someone's hands because that's what I do with Heart to Heart and with Recovering Humanity and with Calming Kids. And they can actually feel that outside of time and space and give me feedback even though I might be sitting 2,000 or 1,000 miles away. And I find that fascinating. But in the same way, that's how we can reach out through this modality to, to actually affect the energy around the, the at-risk people the energy around the first responders, the energy in the in the rooms where the people are on ventilators. Mm. I think that we can make a difference. And so um, that is kind of the, the biggest thing that I see is that it's easy, it's simple, and it's powerful. And one of the things, Linda, that is different about this modality is that each of us, are born with this energy inside us. But think about it as a very slow vibration. It's a lower vibration. And there's a map of consciousness that we talk about in this work by Dr. David Hawkins, but he talks about those lower frequencies of grief and shame and sadness and fear. They're all below 200. But if we keep raising our frequency up to the higher uh, speeds of 800, 900, and 1,000, we not only raise our frequency, we also raise the frequency of other people below 200 collectively. Mm. So it's sort of like throwing a a pebble out into a pond, and if, if you raise your frequency... And, and it's, like I said, throwing a pebble out to a pond where it just ripples out to other people? Yes. And if somebody doesn't need or want your help, let's say that you have a life purpose and your life purpose is to experience this coronavirus, then you're probably not going to be healed, so to speak, because that's what your agreement is. That's your soul mm-hmm. agreement to come and do that. But what mm-hmm. if your agreement is to be healed, then this is one way that that can happen. You know, there are people that are recovering from this disease. This gives you the opportunity to do that in an easier way than perhaps on a ventilator with antibiotics. And even if you are on the the ventilator with the antibiotics, this is just going to help you. It's not going to interfere with any medical treatment that you're receiving. 
so on that on that note, I don't want to uh, it to sound like the only thing that heart to heart can help with is um, illnesses. Could we also use that energy in helping the economy or helping those that are struggling because they have lost their jobs. How else can we use heart to heart, Vicki, other than just for um, health issues and challenges? I'm really glad you asked that, Linda. Um, it works on all levels of who we are. So it works on the mental stress. You know, so many people use this as a tool to you know, diminish the stress in their in their lives. So people who are worried about their jobs, they can use this technique to help alleviate some of that stress. Um, I know a lot of parents are now suddenly um, thrust into teaching their kids and homeschooling when they were not at all prepared for that. So there's a lot of stress involved with that. So this can alleviate that stress too. And how about the emotional turmoil? I keep seeing the stories of people on the news where there was a, a lovely young woman and her mother passed away, and because of the restrictions and the quarantine, she couldn't tell her goodbye. Mm. So this is a way to feel love. Even though you might not speak to them face-to-face, -face, you can still enfold them in this unconditional love, and you can have a different kind of goodbye. So mm. it alleviates mental, uh, emotional distress as well. And mm. then physically, it can affect not just the coronavirus, but, you know, it can affect and improve all kinds of medical conditions. Um, there's a long list, and I don't know that we have even the time to go through them now, but I've had, I have a long history with many, many accounts of people that were told by doctors and medical staff that they wouldn't make it. And one of my favorite stories is about my cousin's husband who's in a wheelchair, been in a wheelchair for a long time. And he was in the hospital for a long time, and they kept telling her he's not going to make it, he's not going to make it, he's not going to make it. And hey, Vicki, let, yes. let me jump in right now because I want to leave our listeners with this cliffhanger so that we can take a okay. quick commercial break and then you can come back and you can tell everybody the rest of the story. So hang Very on, good. we're going to take a real quick commercial break and we'll be back with more from Dr. Vicki High. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day -day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, Change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life. Or, if you are looking to build a legacy, 
that will support your family for years to come. Linda Biestatos is your host on All Things Franchising, where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on all things franchising. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Have you ever been moved by a speaker who touches your heart? What are the unique talents that set them apart from other speakers? Do they have some magic formula for connecting? Do you want to become that kind of speaker? Dr. Vicki High and Linda Biastetos have a winning combination to present speakers that want people coming back for more. Together, they command a room, engage with audiences, and value laughter as a means to educate, inform, and entertain. If you'd like to learn from these two experts, join us to become a speaker who leaves the stage with Love That Speaker on everyone's lips. Email us at lovethatspeaker at gmail.com for more details. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Welcome back to Love That Speaker Radio Show. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. And Dr. Vicki High, who is usually my co-host, is actually on the other side of the table. And we're hearing more from Dr. Vicki High about her energy modality, heart to heart. And Vicki, we're telling, sharing with us a story about your cousin. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. He was in the hospital for a good long while. He had complications from MRSA, and he had complications from some previous um, injuries, and he had a long list of things. One of the things they told him was that they needed to clean the MRSA off his uh, ocular nerve, and so they drilled a hole in his head and and went through the back of his skull to clean out the MRSA, and they assured him he would be blind from that treatment, but it was necessary for them to stop the MRSA. Of course, he wasn't blind. He came through it just wonderfully, and it was just like that throughout the whole series. Finally, his cardiologist came in and said, listen, I want to come talk to this guy who looks vile like he's a dead man, but in life, he's really just vibrant. And I want to see what happens because this isn't making sense. Well, the factor that he wasn't aware of was the heart-to-heart and what it was doing. And so one of the things that has been amazing to me is that against all of the doctor's advice, he ended up getting well enough to be checked out of the hospital. He came home, learned to play the ukulele. It's still in that process. But this weekend, he had another milestone in that he actually got out and drove his truck. So here he is living proof 
that um, there is there are miracles that are happening in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of them when it comes to heart to heart, and they're not all dramatic like that, but they're all dramatic to the individual. I mean, I've had mm-hmm. people that were just suffering from things like poison ivy, and they've been suffering with it for weeks. And this lady walked in. She was a stranger. I didn't know her. And we were in a store, and she was just very uncomfortable. And finally I said, um, you know, I do this energy work. Would you like to sample it? And she said, sure. Well, we watched. There were other people there. We watched as her skin went from red to normal color. The itching went away in a matter of like 10 minutes. And like I said, there's hundreds, maybe thousands of stories where that evidence-based, uh, eyewitness accounts have shown that this really does work. And it's amazing. I mean, I still get amazed at watching the results. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, from the science mm-hmm. part, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love this story because this lady came in, and she was just curious. So I said, oh, get on the table, and I'll work on you. She goes, what is it you do? And I was trying to explain it to her, and sometimes, you know, it's hard to explain. So I said, well, you know, I she got on the table, and I started moving up her body, and her. I got over the uterus area, and I realized that she had what I call energetic feedback there. And so she was watching me, and I, she goes, what? And I said, well, I'd go get that checked out if I were you. And she said, well, I actually have an appointment to get it checked out next week. And I said, okay. So they took, when she went to the doctor, they took a a biopsy of that tissue, and they sent it off to the lab. Now, mind you, that non-local DNA, that's a sample of her DNA that got sent to the lab while she is in another location. So I called her you know, to check on her and follow up. And she said, Vicki, you're never going to believe this. She said the disease tissue that they sent, by the time it got to the lab, the lab called the doctor and said, what are we doing? This is healthy tissue. Wow. And then the doctor went back and checked her later, and her own body had started healing along with the non-local DNA tissue. Isn't that cool? That is very cool, Vicki, because it it was something that um, she had already she had already put in process because she had already made the appointment and she didn't even bring that up to you, did she? No, and the fact that she while I worked on her, um, the healing was underway from the point mm-hmm. that she left my house before she even went to the doctor, and it was in process but not fully healed yet. But by the time the lab got her tissue, both she and her tissue were healed. Wow. She's never mm-hmm. had to have surgery on that issue either. Wow. That's amazing. Amazing. Vicki, if somebody's listening right here and they're going, Holy cow, this sounds amazing. I need to know more about that. How can they find out more about you, um, Heart to Heart, Recovering Humanity, Calming Kids, any of the other stuff that you're doing? How would they, how would they find out more about you? There is more information out on the website. It's www.heart, the number two, heartconnections.us. And 
um, I will say that I'm having a workshop. You know, the heart-to-heart -heart practitioner's workshop is very heavy into you receive treatment and then you give treatment as both client and practitioner. That's the way it's designed. However, that's a little more difficult to do when you're socially distanced and you're in quarantine or you're just trying to avoid other people. So I was inspired to do a recovering humanity class. This is where you can learn enough to put this in place today via a webinar. There is a cost. It's $111 for a six-hour event via Zoom. And what you'll learn is this skill that you can use now to help you, to help your family, to help groups of people that are at risk. All of us working together can make a difference. And then after this is over, and it will be over at some point, and you decide you want to learn more about Heart to Heart, you can take that $111 investment and apply it to your Heart to Heart workshop fee. Love that. Now, Vicki, the first thing that popped in my head is uh, this would be great for several people to come together and say, Hey, Dr. Vicki, we'd love to do this when, and I've got three, four friends that would love to do this with me uh, on a remote setting. Is that something you'd be interested in doing? Sure. I would love to do that. I am here, Linda. My goal and my mission in life is to make a difference in the life of others. It's to empower other people. And this just is a fabulous way to do that. I have people that have taken the class, and I've been doing this for 20 years, so I see things that I have, I have been the eyewitness, and so it's changed the way I look at things. But I also realize that this is one of those things that everybody that I've talked to, whether they learned it 20 years ago or they learned it 10 years ago, five years ago, or last week, they still use this every single day. And there's one, one student that came to the workshop, and I didn't know it, but she starts moving her arm around, and I'm thinking, what is happening with her arm? And finally, curiosity got the best of me, so I asked her, I said, can you tell me why you're doing that with your arm? She goes, I am a cancer survivor, a breast cancer survivor for seven years, and when I went through chemo and radiation, it was like microwaving my body, and my veins were, you know, microwaved. That's what radiation is. And she said, whenever I move my arm, it pulls the vein in there because it's lost its elasticity. And I, I never knew that. I guess nobody ever explained that to me. So she said, while I've been in this workshop, it feels like somebody has oiled my veins from the inside out. Wow. Wow. And so I, I periodically check with her, and it's still just as oiled as it was that day. And then wow. as a side note, she said, oh, by the way, she goes, I had injured my ankle in a car wreck. And she said, since that workshop, I've been able to wear heels for the first time in 10 years. Or however oh, that's long amazing. it was from her. So it's it's a really cool way to change the circumstances in your life. And so, Vicki, you talked that, about 
you talked about how people use this every day. What are, are a couple of things that you do daily that you could recommend if somebody is listening right here? Well, when you, when you have your hands activated and you're working with this work, you can use this on situations. So let's say that I woke up in the morning. I try to meditate every day and start my day off in a really wonderful place. So I use this work to put myself in this energy vortex. changes my whole entire day. If something comes up to rattle me during the day, I use this tool to help. Or if somebody calls me and says, my husband just got a diagnosis of prostate cancer. Can you work on him? I say, you bet I can, and I begin that process. Those are several of the ways that I use it. That's, that is great. Um, I know that you have a book, Heart to Heart. Um, how would someone get a copy of the book, and, and what could they expect to, what information could they expect to find in the book? Well, I wrote this book. Um, it's called Heart to Heart Connections, Miracles All Around Us. It's available out on Amazon. Um, it's, it's the detail of my journey. And, you know, it was the first book I ever wrote, so you're going to get it just the way it happened to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, um, I don't think you'd think it would be any different if you were sitting in a room and I was talking to you. That's how I wrote this book. But it talks about my experience um, of going to New York City and just accidentally, on purpose, I think guided by God, to visit, you know, Ground Zero. I went inside Ground Zero. And so, uh, and that was the six-month anniversary of 9-11. And so the other talks about just different things I learned along the way and the different experiences that happened to me as a result of doing this work. It was a grand adventure, I'm going to tell you. And each time I pick up the book, there are still messages that I call messages from God, from spirit, from the masters. And these are timeless messages, Linda, that um, still change my life today. Mm. Vicki, one more time, if somebody is listening and they want to find out more about you or how they might be able to participate in some of your workshops, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? I would think through the website or on Facebook. I am uh, on the Facebook is Dr. Vicki L. High, H-I-G-H. I also have um, programs that are heart-to-heart programs. A Facebook page. There are also, um, you know, once you come to a practitioner's workshop, you can join the private group for practitioners. And then there are other, uh, I'm in the process of updating the Facebook page for Recovering Humanity, but there is one on Calming Kids. So there's a whole lot of ways you can find out more about this. But there are details on the website that will help you understand it. And then reach out to me, and uh, you can email me. There's also lovethatspeaker at gmail.com. They can reach me there or through dr.vicky at outlook.com is my email address. 
So if someone is looking for a speaker, since we are interviewing you on Love That Speaker radio show, um, is that something that you would consider is speaking to a group? Absolutely. I love sharing this information. I was born to talk. That's what I say. And so I, this is one of my passions. In fact, as you can tell, even in today's interview, once I get started, it's really hard for me to uh, put, a, put a muzzle on that passion that I feel for this work. Well, and we I never want to, to put a muzzle on your passion. That's for sure, Vicki. <laughs> Please don't. But I do enjoy that it has... Um, that it has morphed into these other programs too, because mm-hmm. not everybody wants to be a practitioner. I get that, but everybody can tap into this amazing gift. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm here to do is help people become empowered to realize they have this. They just have amnesia and I help them remember what they've always had inside them. Wonderful. Vicki, we're coming down to the end of the show, and we have our final question, so let's get started here. Uh, other than a coach, who would you say has influenced you the most? That is a very good question. Um, I have been more fortunate than most in that many of my heroes, um, I've met them in the course of time and events. I've been a guest on the Oprah show. I've encountered Gary Zukov on that same show. Uh, Neil Donald Walsh and James Twyman and Marianne Williamson. I've met them all, Deepak Chopra, and had conversations with them. And the latest time that I encountered a large number of them was at a CYL event out in Arizona, and what I realized is they, too, are human beings on their own journeys, their own spiritual journeys, and I thought, how cool is that? Mm -hmm. They're very real, very real people, and they might just, you know, I've heard it said that we all build a house, and some people have their framework in, some people are on the second story, and some are ready to decorate their home. But I find it fascinating that we're all building a house of our own. Mm -hmm. That's a really great way to put that, Vicki. The second question here is, what are two traits? Again, we're talking about speakers. What are two traits that make a successful speaker? I think the ability to communicate effectively and to connect with your audience are two of the primary traits that a good speaker speaker is gifted at. Mm. Yeah, that's, those are both great traits. And can you think of a speaker that, that um, actually exhibits both of those traits? Absolutely. Brene Brown comes to mind, the Houston University of Houston professor. She was actually featured on um, primetime on 60 Minutes recently. And, you know, she is one of those people that knows her subject well enough to engage in the data, but also be very real and vulnerable in her delivery. And it shows in people and how they react to her. Yeah, I love her. She is very authentic. I love her. So the final question here, Vicki, is, and this is a big one, 
What is your speaker superpower? Oh, Linda, Linda, Linda. I believe that my speaker power is that I take very complex subjects. And this doesn't matter if it's in uh, the computer training or in the healing work and empowerment work I do, professional development. I take very complex subjects and simplify them so that people can understand them more easily. And I love that because that was one of the things that we've talked about in previous shows is that a good speaker communicates in a very um, clear and concise way. And I think stripping down a complex concept and delivering it in a way that people can digest that is truly a superpower for sure. Well, and I will add that in my work with, you know, with Heart to Heart and re, um, the Recovering Humanity and Calming Kids, that I normalize the crazy. Mm. Mm. Well, there's a lot of crazy out there right now, Miss Vicki. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. So, so it's help normalize uh, that. It works. <laughs> Exactly. So, Vicki, we're down to the end here. Is there something else that you would like to share our listeners that, um, you know, maybe you want to leave them with the thought? That right now, as we are quarantined or sequestered in our homes, we feel powerless. And I know this work is the power of unconditional love and has the ability for us to make a difference wherever we are, whether we're sitting in a hospital as a medical worker, whether we're sitting in a police station as a first responder or a fire station or in our homes, we can make a difference with this work. If you are interested in turning that powerlessness into powerful, this is a workshop, the Recovering Humanity, Coping with Your Own EMT, Emergency Management Toolkit, will help you make that change. I love that, Vicki. Thanks again for being on the other side of the desk and sharing more about you and your work with us. It's amazing, and I'm just so honored to have had the opportunity to interview you here today. Thank you, Linda, for being a great interviewer and for allowing me the opportunity to share some of this life-changing information as I see it. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Folks, this has been a great show with Dr. Vicki High, and I really hope that you do go out and, and visit her website and see what she has to offer. Um, as always, I'm leaving you with a quote today. And this one is a quote by Melinda Gates. A woman with a voice is by definition a strong woman, but the search to find that voice can be remarkably difficult. So just because you look at a woman standing in a, pl in a place of power and you see a very strong woman standing there, know there was a journey to get there, folks. And that may not have been an easy journey. 
Acknowledge that, whether you acknowledge it out loud or to yourself, and know that she made great strides to be there, and um, you can as well. So thanks again for joining us today on Love That Speaker radio show. We look forward to having you next time when we have um, more great speakers on the list. See you soon. Thanks for joining us today on Love That Speaker radio show. If you want to be a Love That Speaker expert, sharing your insights and wisdom with the world, contact us at lovethatspeaker at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hope you love that speaker, and we look forward to seeing you next time when we bring you more dynamic speakers. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker, please contact us at lovethatspeaker at gmail.com.